to the Tea and a Buddy podcast. I'm Dominic. And I'm Erica. Today's episode is about Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, who has sadly died at the age of 99. 99, yeah. 99, yeah. That was a good long life. That was a good, well, he was a couple of months shy of turning 100. Sucks so much, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you make I, it that long and you're just like, come on, let me just make it to a hundred. He retired in I think twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen, yeah. twenty eighteen, something like that. He finally retired from royal life, you know. Which basically means what exactly? Which means, you know, they weren't making any more public appearances. He doesn't have to well, that's not true though, because I'm sure I've seen him since the since he said he was gonna retire. Yeah, you've seen him, but not how he he wanted to be seen. What do you mean? He had that crash, didn't he? Oh god. He was driving and everything and Yeah, but I'm sure he was at something. I don't remember what. But it seems like seems like he made an appearance. He just wasn't doing any more like ribbon cutting or any going of that touring kind of factories stuff, right? and everything. Yes, I mean he was he was retiring from all that aspect of it. Which I was looking it up the other night, and um, apparently the Queen doesn't even really do a lot of that stuff No, anymore. it's all delegated to Charles and William. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It used to be Harry, but we know what happened there. <laughs> and she doesn't... Oh, yeah, that's a... We'll be that's talking, another we'll, story. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, uh, yeah, she said, like, several years ago, she stopped traveling, too. Yeah. She was she's yeah. like, I'm not going to any of the Commonwealth countries, that's up to you guys now. Uh yeah, I mean I well I don't even think I think it's just Charles and his it's just who's directly in line to the throne now. Mm. It's all falling on them. Didn't I also see somewhere and this is getting slightly off topic, but um that her seventieth anniversary was coming up as queen that they 2023 were 2023 yeah gonna... oh that's in 2023 is it the 70th yeah that's what i saw yeah yeah i <laughs> the reason they were talking about it they were going ahead with plans for it based on the fact that her mother lived to be like 101 i think she it? was 101 when she died she died in 2002 and was and and was making public appearances almost up until she died so they're basically expecting the queen they're like yeah she's in perfect health don't see anything really happening anytime you know she's going yeah she's going on you know and people are oh she's gonna step down she's gonna abdicate you know, it's yeah. like, no, she's not. She's going to let this run on. Yeah. Well, they said um, that she has said multiple times that she said it, I guess, when she was coronated or, or whatever, that um, this is a job for life. Job and, for life. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. And so they're saying, you know, when they get asked that question, they're like, for life means for life. For you life, know, like yeah. she has absolutely no intention of. Because I guess a bunch of the um, heads of state, is that the correct thing to call them? Of what now? Uh, monarchies elsewhere in Europe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they're all... They all retired. Once they got to be a certain age, they, they were reti- like, they retired well, the crown and I guess it went to their kid or whatever. Yes. On to their I mean, kid. They're, they're, they're purely ceremonial, really, in things like Spain. And I think Italy has one. 
too. Oh yeah. Uh, I know Denmark to do, you know, Greece had yeah. well, I think they did have one. I mean, all these European countries have had like semi-successful revolutions, which, you know, abolished the monarchies. Mm. Um. Uh, yeah, I think it's Denmark and Norway and stuff like that. You know, and Sweden. Yeah. Apparently, once they got to a certain age, they were like, too, yeah, they, too they, old they for this queen too, nonsense. Too old for this queen or king nonsense now, you know. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's it's they're not as big a deal yeah. around the world but as, you would think as that the being, British royal family, you know. But you would think that being less of a big deal would mean that they had less to do and therefore could have just theoretically stayed king or queen until they died yeah you would think with all that she actually still has to do she would be like you know what i'm 90 what four 95 95 i guess yeah you know what? i'm 95 i think i think i think I'm oh, i mean good. You know, it's just like what does she yeah. do on a typical monday you know and all this kind of stuff you know yeah with queen elizabeth now you know yeah people, oh, what does she do on a typical monday Gets up, she reads the paper, she has breakfast, you know, signs correspondences from, you know, the home office or whatever, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you know, the foreign office gives them stuff to do. Yeah, I was going to say, don't don't they bring her, like, all the information of whatever's being discussed in Parliament just to, like, look at? Look, look at and, you know. Just to keep. Yeah. Keep up to date with. Yeah. Just so she knows what's going on and in what, the red box, yeah. What what bills they're looking at passing or yeah. laws or whatever, yeah. She's got to know all of that kind of stuff. Whereas you know Philip, he he didn't. <laughs> well, he was just he was just queen consort Philip. Was, yeah. What does know? consort mean exactly? It means just like wife or husband of the the reigning. That's monarch. what consort yeah. actually yeah, means. Consort, oh, yeah. Because okay. you're consorting with them, you know. Mm. Yeah. So he's just going, you know. I mean, he married her in 1947, and she was still the princess then. Mm-hmm. But she was her presumptive. Yeah. She was going to be queen after um, George VI died. Yeah. Um, And he did, I think, about five years. He did in 1952. And she wasn't coronated until, like, a year later or something, you know? Yeah. Um. What did he die of again? Because she and Philip were on vacation or they were on tour somewhere. They were in Kenya. They were in Kenya or something. They were. Yeah. So it's like it was Kenya. So it's like they used to call it as the the old establishment used to call it Kenya. 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 Um, Kenya. But it's not like he was on his deathbed then. I guess it's not like they knew. Oh, any day now. He had. He had some sort of like uh, surgery. I think it was like some sort of heart bypass surgery. Um, and I don't know if he died immediately after that or, you know, he lived a few months and then died. Yeah. But he was in rather poor health towards mm. the end. Yeah. And, you know, the crown portrays it like that too, you know. Mm, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it was like lung lung cancer or something, something he had. Yeah, yeah. It was some, some sort of like cancer he had. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, she took up the throne and she's been with us ever since, you know? Yeah. You know, Charles and everything. And Philip, Philip was with her the whole time. Philip was with her the, the whole time. The, yeah. The whole crazy journey. Yeah. He was there. Mm. Doing his thing. 
So, um, yeah, they were making quite a big deal about the fact that, and they do in The Crown as well, if you guys have seen The Crown, that he, you know, being, being that it was the 1950s, he went down, kneeled in front of her, the husband. Yes. You know. Because he was, what what it was is, you know, she met him in, like, 1934. Um, she's he, related to him. She's related to him. They're third cousins. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. So, related, yeah. but also not really. Yes, I mean, they're both grandchildren of Queen Victoria, but yeah. Queen Victoria was... You know, grandchildren of everyone in the royal families across Europe. Oh, yeah. yeah she had a like 200,000 kids, <laughs> kid, nine children and all yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Um, who went out and married into the royal families across Europe mm -hmm. to strengthen the ties, you know, and the empire and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, well, he was like, he was born into the the, the families, the royal families of Greece and Denmark. Mm. I think his his father was Greek, and then when he was like eighteen months old, they were exiled from Greece because of a failed invasion of Turkey or something. It was, you know, yeah. So they were like, get rid of the royal family of Greece, and he was educated. Uh, you know, his 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 family, his family, his mother, and I mean his sisters and stuff like that. There there was it was a lot of like issues there you know his mother had like schizophrenia well first um, of all before before you get into all of that because dominic and i were watching um a documentary the other night channel four the, documentary the, the yeah. night that he died was it or maybe the next yeah, night the next night something. um it was just about an hour long about his life and i didn't realize they were talking about all the different royal families that he had direct bloodlines too yeah and it was like the russian i mean you mentioned the greek and russian like prussian denmark, denmark yeah but he was like he had direct du he was directly in line for all of those yeah. royal families which made him technically more royal in quotation marks than elizabeth herself yeah being that she was not in line for the mm. throne yeah I mean, she until was, she, her uncle abdicated, she was not in. Yeah, she was not in line to the throne. Yeah, she would have just been a a Beatrice and Eugenie. Yes, <laughs> you she know? would have. Yeah, they'd just been cousin. To and they whoever. were happy to do that. You know, Elizabeth Bowes Lyon, which was um, the Queen Mother. But I thought that was interesting to find out that he he was more royal than her, really. So I can understand that when she um, was crowned him kneeling before her it was a little bit of a big deal at the time and you know remembering that he did that was still kind of a a big deal yeah um but yeah anyway as you say his family his family had a lot of trad it was a kind of a tragic story his mm. family was I yeah mean, he had sisters and i think they say he had a favorite sister cecil or cecily or something and she married a duke of a german duke and in something like in the late thirties, they became members of the Nazi party. Yeah. And I think what some of his other sisters as well, well, his other sister, um, was fond of the Nazi party too. And, you know, he was living in Britain at the time, you know, he was, 
well, he was he was in the Royal Navy, I think, because I think when he was um, about nineteen thirty nine or something, he he joined the Royal Navy. Well, he went to school in Scotland, right? Yeah, Gordonston. So I think that was first, wasn't that it? That was first, yeah. And that was he what? was educated all over the place, but mainly in the UK. And that was what that was sort of like a like a military academy type place, right? It was quite a strict kind of school. Yes, it. Yeah, I mean, it was run by this uh, Jewish guy who'd. I can't remember his. Kurt Hahn or something. Mm. Kurt Hahn. Yeah. And he wanted to kind of like regiment the boys who attended this school. Mm-hmm. As like, you know, this will be good for their life, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, that must have had an effect in him. I mean, later on, he, he tried to get Charles to go there, but Charles hated it. <laughs> yeah. You know, Charles was of a, a very delicate nature. He was more of a mummy's boy than yeah than Philip, you know. Yeah. Than into Philip. Well, Philip's mother, I think you mentioned it. Yeah, she, she went into, I think she... She was schizophrenic. She, yeah, and she went into a, a mental institution yeah, very early on. Um, And his family kind of like... Kind of disin- separated. Kind of separated. Yeah, his dad went off to live with his mistress and... And you the know, kids just And the kids just scattered her around Europe because, I mean, they were exiled from Greece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, terrible. And terrible. so you know, he was he was never re- backstory. Yeah, you know? and it's it's terrible because his his sister. Oh, I know why he went to Britain, because his Mountbatten. Yeah, yeah. Because he had Louis family Mountbatten there. Mountbatten was there. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They brought him up. The Mountbattens were his um uncle. It was his uncle, right, on his dad's yes. side. Yes, something, something. <laughs> They were living in side, Britain, yeah. and they were living at the the grace and favor of the British royal family at that time. Yeah. And so he went to live with them there. And, you know... And they, too, were a German family, right? Because he was the... He yes. Was, yeah. It's very complicated, it's isn't complicated it? It's <laughs> complicated because they changed their names because of political affairs well, and everything like that. he was part of like the that. Greek royal family, but he had no Greek in him. He was not Greek at all. No, he was not Greek, no. They were, like, German they were imported and Danish. From De- they, they were imported from Denmark. Yeah. 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 So, um... So it's, it's it's very complicated because we were watching it. Dominic was like, well, he was like part of the Greek family. And I was like, he does not look Greek at all. So we kind of had to look it up and stuff because we were like, yeah, he does not look anything about him Greek. And yeah, he was not Greek. Um, but yeah, he was a member of the Greek royal family. Which you can kind of see why maybe the Greek royal family was not, was not Greek. Yeah. It was Danish, and it was imported. Yeah. They went to live in Greece and became their royal family. And then after a Which while, you can see why like, Greece was like, "Get, get them out, out of here! <laughs> what are they get doing? them out of here! What do, how we got them? <laughs> yeah, Where did they like... come from? <laughs> yeah. Why are they here? <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you know that it's uh, that's what it was. I mean, you know, again, it's kind of like you know the grandmother of the, the babushka of Europe, Queen Victoria. Mm, yeah. And all her descendants descending on all these countries that, oh, we they need a royal family. Usually you know? they tried to marry somebody who was from that country, though, so that nah, they, they had couldn't a marry. They more. obviously couldn't marry. I mean, maybe they did. I can't... You'd have to look into... Somewhere far, further, a little further back. A little maybe. further back, and then it's just all, you know, because it was a relatively new one. Yeah. You know? But anyways, so he went to live with Mountbatten, 
the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> he went to school in the UK. He was yeah. brought, he went to the Royal, he, he entered the Royal Navy and fought in World War Two. I mean, he met. He was obviously close to the royal family. Mm. Growing up, uh, well, growing up, you know, and he was um, so he met Elizabeth. Yeah. Then and you know started corresponding with her and everybody says oh yeah she, he was her first love. Yeah. Because she was only like thirteen when she started writing him letters or something, you know. Because the crown portrays that she was really supposed to marry somebody called Bertie, or I want to say Bertie. I don't. Bertie. I can't, Bertie. No, it, it was something else. What her, her, her horse trainer? Some, it was the Duke. Yeah, of, he was like a little the Duke of somewhere. A little was, friend, yeah. and they kind of grew up together. And, and it the, was always thought, oh yeah, they'll marry each other. But I guess she was never. She was just saw him as a friend. She either know? saw him as a friend, and you know they were writing letters to Philip all the time. But of course, she saw Philip. Th- and this she was is like, the institution Way. again. <laughs> or she was all into him. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, they'd been talking and, you know, he was a, f- he was a f- couple of, he was a few years older than her. Yeah, about four, four or five years older. She was 1926 and he was 1921. Yeah. Yeah. I think 1926. I'm not really sure. Maybe 1925. So she he kept in contact with her. Mm. And this Bertie or whoever was like, you know, it was just someone, you know, she was going about with. Yeah. And, but of course... The institution, <laughs> yeah, the firm, mm-hmm. were probably pushing. Don't marry a foreigner. <laughs> yeah, don't marry this guy. Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, he's you know he's oh no 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 you don't want to marry him. Mm-hmm. You want to marry someone who's you know because you know the, the queen mother and all that calling him the Hun and all that kind of stuff because you know he was part he had very much like German. Yeah. Yeah. heritage and stuff like well they were german too you know yeah, let's let's get to that in a second because you started telling a story that i think i cut you off um so when he was in britain going to school or part of the royal royal navy he got word about his sister his favorite sister no that was a couple of years before he joined the royal navy that was his yeah. sister was coming over to his sister and her husband who was the duke this is very confusing now <laughs> Of the of uh, the Duke of Hesse, I think he was, or he was going to be. They were. Um, they were members they, of the Nazi Party. They joined the Nazi Party because yeah. they were living in Germany, mm-hmm. and at that point, Hitler was the way forward. Yeah. Because you know they they've always said, "Oh, the royal family." Ty- it was Time the, the, Magazine's Man of the Year. I always say that. You know, it's like. They always say that the royal family and Nazi sympathizers, a lot of them, Edward VIII, you know, mm. they, there was a plot to install him as the king and everything. And he was he thought Hitler was a nice chap, even up until he died. Yeah. Oh, Hitler was a nice chap and World War II well, was called by that's the Jewish people and, and the communists. To, apparently that's why. Everybody always says... Uh, that's Yeah. He, he, it was because of him and he, he abdicated because of his love for this American divorcee that the family wouldn't that's let him. You know, but it was really had to do with the fact that he was a Nazi about, sympathizer. Yeah. <laughs> and they were about, like, oh, I gotta get him out of here. Uh, oh, about five years ago, footage emerged. Someone gave it to the Sun newspaper. The that was shot there was like home movie footage from 1933 showing the then prince of wales mm. um prince philip oh no 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 um edward the eighth oh before he and was like a i think she was like eight or something uh elizabeth oh yeah um oh, 
and uh, the Queen Mother doing a Nazi salute. Oh God! From nineteen thirty-three, well, it looks like I you know, remember it's just like, hearing about that. And you know, and it's just like this was nineteen thirty-three when he became Chancellor. Yeah. And it's kind of like nobody knew what was going on then. You know, they, they, yeah. they, that was what she was seven years old. She didn't know any better. They, they, and they probably didn't either. Maybe Edward the Eighth did. Yeah. And you know, you can't really say they were Nazi sympathizers back then when probably everyone in the thing was, Oh, Hitler's doing well. Yeah. This Hitler guy, he's he the way Germany, forward. He brought Germany out of the depression. He brought him out, like... out of the depression, you know, and this is what his Nazi party likes to salute as, you know, they were doing that, you know. Yeah. And it was just like two like a few seconds of like footage. Yeah. Know, grainy black. And I white thought footage. you were gonna say the footage um that we saw in that um documentary. Of him at his sister's funeral. Yeah, then he had... Well, his sister died on the way to Britain. And his and her husband and their kids. They were just going on vacation or... No, they were going for a wedding. Oh, of, that's right, yeah. Of something. Mm-hmm. And the plane took off and it crashed into a thing near Ostend in Belgium. Yeah. And apparently they were trying to land because Cecily was in labour because they found remains of a, of a child. Oh, you know, at the crash site. Mm. And, you know, it was, and, you know, so he had to go for the funeral. And, of course, because they, they were members of the Nazi party, there was Nazis all over the place. and Yeah, with the armbands. Armbands, and, and everybody was doing Sieg Heils, and, you know. And he was just there, like, in and his he was just, coat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, so they go, oh, yeah, Prince Philip, he's a Nazi. Yeah. And because of some of the gaffes he's made over the years. Yeah. You know, where he's been very quite insensitive and you know where he's trying to be funny mm-hmm. and it hasn't missed it's missed the mark entirely you know yeah um but yes after after you know he entered the royal navy and he was he met an, him he met he elizabeth. met elizabeth yeah and then after the war he was granted permission by george the sixth to marry her yeah and just before the official announcement, he abandoned his Greek and Danish titles and became a naturalized British subject. Yeah. Changed his last name. Changed his last name to Mountbatten. Yeah. Because his last name was something that sounded very German. And you can just oh, imagine, yeah, I you know. What it was now. Yeah. I mean, as if, I mean, Mountbatten to me sounds quite. You Mountbatten, know. yes. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound British. I don't think. No, it was it was the A T T E N especially. It know? was yeah, it was it was it's an anglicized version of something else. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it, and it look it comes across that way yeah. in my opinion. And of course, everybody apparent well, I say of course. I I didn't realize this, but at the time, apparently he was given a super hard time by the I guess the the, the media press, the press, of, yeah. of the day. The newspapers were yeah. like, yeah. This foreigner. And... Foreigners coming in here. We don't like this. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a dirty foreigner. He's German. Yeah. You know. Like, just fought a war against the Germans. Oh, you know. Yeah. Everybody Terrible. Did, everybody didn't like him from the get-go, apparently. Um, which sort of just really reminded me of the Meghan Markle stuff. You know, she... Yeah. The way she sort of in my opinion portrayed that she was the first person that this that experienced these kinds of things from the royal family and from the british public and stuff yeah. when when in actuality i mean it's fairly normal for s- someone new to come in and the british public to not like them you know it's well, like yes. 
especially if they're not if they're not british yeah you know? and uh yeah so apparently he had a really hard time at first but then i guess won everybody over with just the way that he was quite personable as opposed to like the queen and he was kind of he was, was a little bit more reserved. down to earth yeah if you can say that <laughs> yeah you know he, he was a little bit down he was a little bit more down to earth yeah but he was at the end of the day he was a posh boy well, you know yes. he was he, he was going out with his his mates Mm-hmm. And they were forming little clubs and doing yeah. all that kind of stuff. You know, it was like he was get he was getting into all sorts of trouble. Mm-hmm. And once he became, you know, once once they were married, he was created the Duke of Edinburgh and everything like that. And he was created a prince later on, just later on. Then you know, mm-hmm. he was granted the title of prince. Oh, really? Yeah, what, he, he was. He was just right Philip. He was just Philip. You know, Duke of Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. You know, the early years of their marriage. <laughs> Duke of Edinburgh, the early years. Yeah. Why? Why was he not prince from the get-go? Well, made a British prince anyway, because he was oh, prince of Denmark. because he was already a prince. Yeah. yeah, he was already a prince. A prince. He abandoned his his, his Dutch and Greek titles, titles. Oh. and became a British citizen, so he was just Philip, yeah. Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah, because, uh, you know, as you see in The Crown... In like I think season one and stuff, mm. they're all kind of like, oh, we don't want to just get rid of him. What are you doing? You know, go yeah. marry Bertie or whoever it was. You yeah, know, yeah, whatever. I can't remember. So, you know, we don't want to be messing with him. And it was oh, something yeah. very British. One of those little like yes, Rupert or something. Yeah, you know, it was. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. some some guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they married and they you know they stayed together. You know, I mean they had the kids and mm-hmm. you know kept going. And I mean the gaffs. Yeah. You know, over the years have been... Numerous. Well, he had sort of a big-ish... His first big-ish scandal was in the 60s, wasn't it? And it was with that because the of Profumo his partying scandal. and stuff. Yeah, that's when... No, that's when he... That's when he, they brought him to heel, yeah. I think. You know, he realized, oh, I've got to get this all under control and I can't be doing this now. Because he was out partying with the boys and basically living like a playboy... Like a, like a playboy, playboy bachelor, life. yeah. yeah. You know, um, but after the Profumius, his and... best man was kind of like embroiled in that because of Stephen Ward and everything like that. Mm. And, you know, it was like no mention of this in the papers, yeah. you know, whatever. And it was like this big scandal and they kept Philip's name out. I don't think he ever saw that guy. I think he was like the Duke of somewhere the marquis of something you know Never he was his best show he was he was he, he was like he, they kept him away f- yeah. from philip and you know he gave up that lifestyle in yeah. like the early 60s and it was it was done you know mm. um you know the queen took him in hand and it was, was like yeah okay you know you him. might have it was had quite... a wonderful time you know, he's about. like, he's like, he comes in, he's instantly hated, and then he wins people over because he's a bit wahey waho with them. Yes. And then it's like scandal, and then they they they're like, oh, cut it out! You stop doing that! Toe you the straighten line. up! Yeah. And then he does, and then it's just like one gaff after the next. Well, the because line. they sent him on these like, they sent him, you know, around. Well, he needed something to do. Yeah, you he? you accompanied the queen. On her numerous visits and did like world tours and on his own and stuff, you know. Yeah. And you know he would come up with stuff like you know in the in the mid sixties he'd come up with like British women can't cook, you know oh, he'd God. say that. Yeah. 
Um, and then he said to uh, maybe that Tom was, Jones maybe after that the Royal experience. Variety performance. Maybe that was his experience, though, having lived in other countries. Maybe in his opinion, he was like, you know what? British women, women can't, can't cook. cook. British women, they can't cook. <laughs> can't cook to save their lives. It's like it's not exactly something that you hope that, you know, the the prince of your country <laughs> to, yeah. to say. You it's know, very but... kind of like off the cuff remarks. Yeah. And of course, then you know, like as the as the press went on, they were like, "Follow, follow Philip around, and he'll give us something to, to use." Yeah, we know? don't even have to ask him anything. We don't have to the, say yeah. anything. Just like record every word he says, and yeah. <laughs> you get your story. You know. Yeah, uh, and you know, he'd ask questions like at the Royal Variety performance. He went to Tom Jones, and he says, "What do you gargle with? Pebbles?" You know. Like, you know, it was like a joke. That was a bit of a joke. It's a bit though. of a joke, They considered yeah. that a gaffe? A, a bit of a gaffe, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, he said worse things. <laughs> well, and then he went to Canada in 1969, and, and then he said, um, I declare this thing open, whatever it is, <laughs> you know. I freaking love that, because that is exactly the way they portray him in The Crown, isn't yes. it? He just hated that kind of thing. Like, he, he hated the to waving, do... he didn't like the, 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 the scraping and the bowing. He, he just wanted... wanted to be a, he just wanted to be a toff, basically. He, well, no, in The Crown they make it like he wants to do a bit a bit more, like, important, well, slightly more meaningful was, no, type he of was, things, he was very, he, no, they, they always say that. He was very interested. It wasn't just like, and what do you do? Oh, yes. He wasn't like Charles. Yeah, Charles. Charles has his own, like you know, he, the, he he's got his own thing, but everything else can go to hell, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what if, oh, I don't care about this. Yeah, oh, yes, very nice. Oh yes, a Bond premiere. Oh yes, I don't care. <laughs> Tour of Time with Pinewood Studios. <laughs> yes, no, I'm not interested in this. Yeah, I'm more interested in my plants. Yeah, and, and you know the environment, and you know that kind of thing. Yeah, that's his like thing. Yeah, whereas I think. Philip was just interested in everything. He was interested in everything, he, but he hated, like, the ribbon cutting. He hated the ribbon cutting, and, and, you know, he'd say stuff like, you know. Um, and, of course, then, you know, he went to um, his only state visit to China, where he said to a group of British students there, and this is his, probably his most famous one, actually. And, and, yeah, and it's a pretty bad one. It's a, it's a pretty bad one. He said to a group of British students in Beijing who were studying Mandarin, he goes, oh, if you stay here any longer, your eyes will all be slitty. You'll be slitty-eyed. You'll be slitty-eyed, yeah. Yeah, which is just like, oh, cringe, you know. And that was in 1986 he said this, you know. And and I am not making excuses for anything, but at the same time, you do have to take into consideration that saying <sighs> things like that, even... even it, it was already not okay in, uh, what was it, the 80s, right? It was definitely the, the, not okay by then. But if you were of a certain generation, you know, if it you was were okay o- to say that kind of thing. Well, it, well, it's not know. that it was okay, but it's just like they, when they were young, when they were living their lives, it was okay. Yeah, that's you know what, what I, mean? I mean. Yeah, you yeah. Know, everybody said that. Yeah, everybody All my fellow said it. white people said that. Right, and nobody you know? criticized. Nobody criticized anybody for saying that kind of thing. Again, I'm not saying that that is okay, but you also do have to accept that that was a reality at that time. Yeah, and then one of the students said to him then, further on, said, oh, well, actually, we don't actually live with our Chinese counterparts here. 
And he said something like, oh, so the Chinese don't want to live with the barbarians then. Oh, there you, you go. Know? Yeah. So it's um, a bit of an equal opportunity uh, offender. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, he yeah. Didn't like, yeah. And then I think in 1995, he was talking to a Scottish driving instructor. And he says, how do you keep the natives off the booze long enough to pass the test? Oh, Christ. So there you go. <laughs> He's Duke of Edinburgh saying that. About, how do you Duke keep... How do you keep the natives off the uh, the natives yeah. off the booze? You know, it's like, yeah, it's like oh, he's a big racist and misogynist. It's like he didn't seem to care for about what he said about anyone. <laughs> he def- he was an equal opportunity offender. Oh, you know, God, yeah. And then uh, Cambridge University car park attendant failed to recognize him then, and he he was like a bloody silly fool. He called him that. He said, "You bloody silly fool! I'm the Duke of Edinburgh." <laughs> Yeah, We're not recognizing. Not recognizing. Him. He goes, "Oh, sorry, sir. Some yeah, it was some story," and then he toured some electronics factory in Edinburgh. Well, it's a bit silly, isn't it? You know. Like... Yes, and then he toured some electronics factory in Edinburgh. Oh God! And there was like a fuse box, and he goes, "Oh, it's a bloody mess. That fuse box looks like an Indian put it in." Oh Jesus! And you know, it was just like, "Oh God," you know, and then of course that that caused ructions. I'm sorry, but if you have elderly white people in your family, mm. you've heard similar things from somebody at some point that just made you want to crawl under something and die. Yes. You know, it's just so like, it's like, you know, so criticizing him, you know, all of these people who have criticized him for saying these things over the year. Yes, he he should have known better. But at the same time, I'm sure every single person criticizing them had has heard something from some white old person relative old white man yes yells at cloud you know that meme you know it's like you know that's what it is it's just like oh jesus jesus christ you know like oh god can you just not talk (laughs) you know you just want to go can you just not say things well that's what it is you know he had to come out and 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 apologize for that did he did he apologize yeah well he released a statement that's good Saying, oh, I didn't mean to cause any offense, you know. Yeah. Quickly, because we're, like, super out of time already. Oh. I, uh, I don't know. I guess we should have broken well, that this was, into, that, two, that, yeah. into two separate podcasts, because I think we could probably go on about this. But um, I was impressed by the fact that I have heard that he said, what, I don't want any fuss. Don't want any fuss at my funeral. I don't want a state funeral. He said I just, he didn't just, want any fuss. Made. Yes. No pomp and circumstance, yeah, or pageantry or anything like that. Just quiet for us. And in this climate of the COVID climate, you know, mm-hmm. that's it's easier to do that. I think, you know. Yeah. Um, is it normal because he's he's being cremated? Is that is I'm, that normal for I, I'm, a member I, of a royal I, family? I mean, I think I guess if it's their wishes. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't anything in the you know like he wasn't like. He was a senior royal family member. Yeah. But he wasn't a senior royal, if that makes any sense. You know, he wasn't like the queen or a thing. Right. If a queen says, he wasn't I want to be cremated, to they'd be like, mm, nah, <laughs> yeah. can't do that with you. I'm sorry, you know. Yeah, okay, right. Um, I think there's protocols to be observed. If you're married into the family, then do you, what you, you, do you, what can, you want. <laughs> you can do what you want. Isn't yeah. that right, Megan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
god. And speaking of them, really quick before we end this, um, as soon as we heard the news that he had died, the first thing I thought was, oh, that's going to be an awkward funeral. Well, Harry's coming back for it. Yeah. Harry's coming back, and he's leaving Meghan at home this time, you know? I... That's... And that's the best decision yes because i mean if if neither and he he released us he released a statement saying oh yeah my cheeky grandpa you know he was very cheeky and it was kind of like a joint thing you know instead of that one that was like oh thank you duke of edinburgh you will be missed yeah thank you for your service and everybody like they barely knew him like they barely knew him yeah yeah it was a very clinically kind of like you know like I, I just thought if you know what if I'm the royal family I would have asked them not to come because of the media circus that having them there would cause. Um, but of course, if they ask them Megan's, not to come, Megan's then then probably a big deal. Tr- yeah, then probably a big deal would have been made about that had they asked them not to come. Um, so I think it's good she stays home. He goes the end. You know. Yeah. I think that's probably the best decision they could have. Megan's apparently been advised by her doctors not to travel, but Harry is going to go. You know, yeah, Harry. I, I think Harry's back in the UK already. He's already back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so we're recording this on Monday. When is the funeral supposed to be? Uh, the seventeenth, I think. Oh, so. Oh, so Harry's he... already over there. He's got to get I... everything repaired. He's got. To, he's got to repair his reputation. Oh my God. Has Hazard. Yeah. Um, anyway, we gotta go. Yeah. We're over time. We're over time. <laughs> As always. But you enjoyed this episode, didn't you? As waffling on about the Duke of Edinburgh. Yes. Let us know your thoughts on, um, the Duke of Edinburgh dying and, uh, Harry and Meghan and the funeral and all of that kind of stuff, because I am interested to know what you guys all think. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we appreciate your support. Be sure to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at T-Buddy, T-E-A-B-U-T-T-Y. And we will talk to you next time. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 